Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, um, I need to tell you something. What? Ben isn't actually a record executive. Who? Stefan. He's, he's not a record executive, he's a dry cleaner. What do you mean? Of course he's an exec. Good one. What about the conference call between him, me, Peter Jackson, the guy from the Mafia? Eddie from the Mafia? Yep, yeah, that's him. Fat Eddie. Fat Eddie, yep. A lot of commotion. That's what he. How do you know about that? That's just one of the characters that Ben does. Characters? One man did all those characters. You're semi-professional. You're telling me that this is all a joke? Not a joke. Organised by a couple of jesters. Is this you? Is it? Oh, let's do a jest. A great big, a great big lark in the courtyard of the king and see how he takes it. Is it? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Well, that went better than I thought it would. Yeah, it cleared it up. And I mean, anytime someone does that, I just I give them the, the jerk off hand motion. Yeah. Guys. And I'm like, all right, I'll look it up. And I, I never looked it up. But yeah, it was something to do with, yeah, if you read it, he's clearly referring to some sort of witchcraft blood magic. Um, I'm not sure. Let's see if I can do a quick search of that. But it was the, but then I saw tons of shit that came in and was like, see, Alex Jones was right. <laughs> Hillary's having sex with the devil. He's a real life practice. And there were like witch. pictures of Podesta with his hands up like this, showing like cuts on his fingers, and then like quotes from some. I mean, they're basically like saying that Aleister Crowley was running their uh-huh. campaign. So I just I just searched Podesta Devil. Oh boy. Oh, here's a town hall article about it. Podesta Devil. Here's Washington Post coming to 
shit all over the parade. No, John Podesta didn't drink bodily fluids at a secret Satanist dinner. Or did he? Did he? I think he did. I think it's pretty clear. The devil, 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 the devil. A WikiLeaks released email in which Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta's brother invites him to dinner at the house of a well-known performance artist has prompted more than 400,000 tweets of of a trending Twitter hashtag. Made made blood. A secret link between the Clinton campaign and Satan worship. (laughs) Satan? Wasn't the church lady on SNL like a couple of weeks ago? Last week, yeah. Yeah. yeah, last week, right before the election. I think that's pretty telling. Uh-huh. Gosh, it's crazy. I was reading a bunch of articles. Um, I guess it was like right after the election or right before the election. Mm-hmm. Just talking about like how dangerous Facebook has become because people like so much fake news gets posted. And like there are people out there that's what they're doing like they're they're intentionally intentionally writing fake news to to get people all fired up and you know and you know shit like that yeah in 2008 the thing was emails and the email chain yeah and that was the uh that harper's weekly article which I could track it down the fist in my jab. email. Yeah, it yeah. was basically the fist jab, but it was the article was about how they tracked down the origin of the email, mm-hmm. and it originated from some shack out in West <laughs> Texas that was under like the Brand Corporation, just some random building in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's where. That email came from, and it was all about, man, we've got to freak these old white people out, or else we are fucked. Yeah. And this was this was like, they tracked down a guy who runs a website, and it was, I forget where he was, like, fuck, I, I, I'm going to get it wrong, but like Mozambique or something like that, or I, I don't let's, know. Let's, but, not, let's not talk shit about Mozambique. <laughs> let's, let's say he's from fuck Tardistan. Um, it makes me more comfortable. But uh, I, I, I don't mean, he, like, it was based somewhere overseas right and he was just straight up like yeah i don't know i make the shit up and i and see what happens yeah mm-hmm. i i and put it out there and it's all about getting clicks and then and all these people were uh or there was another article i think it was from vox maybe and they were like yo facebook you need to wake the fuck up you're a you're a media company now you're not a you're not just an open platform that has no responsibility you're, but how are you going to regulate it well, I, that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, they, if you're sharing posts from a fake news site, I mean, if well, it's from The Onion and people yeah. don't know it's The Onion and so it's Facebook's, Donald's- Facebook's problem is that they they engineer that stuff to show you things that they think you'll like right. to engage you. So that's that's what they were saying. They're like, look, you have these algorithms, algorithms built in that we surface things, we surface posts that we think you'll like. So if you're posting about conservative issues, liberal issues will surface more of these posts. And so God, it, God forbid you try to um, promote your podcast episode with <laughs> Scott Harriet. Right. Exactly. 
I was thinking the other a human penis. I was thinking the other day about how genius of a title that is: big balls, <laughs> loudmouth dicks, and one human penis. Mm-hmm. Best episode title ever, and we got thrown in the penalty box I for know. that. Which, by the way, speaking of penalty box, and that was real news. The stars were playing in Colorado the other night, playing the Avalanche, mm-hmm. and one of the stars' players was sent to the penalty box, and over the loudspeaker, you hear the. Ding, shame. Ding, <laughs> shame. <laughs> That's awesome. You got the shame bell. It's genius. Genius play. What a great job running sound. Oh, my gosh. At a, at a You know who sport. does it here, right? Yeah. Mr. Groob's doing it for the he stars. Does a, he does a good job. He does the best job. He puts some deep cuts in there. He does. He will roll some deep. I'm always, I'm always a fan of whenever a fight breaks out and they... They roll some wrestling theme music or something like that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so yeah, our president is in the WWE Hall of Fame. He is indeed. I How saw many him wrestle- at WrestleMania. You did? Yeah. This one? Uh, no, not this one. He was at WrestleMania 23. So I was at that. What was the last one they just had? 32. Wow. So you saw Donald Trump almost a decade ago yeah. at WrestleMania. That was the last one he was involved in as far as I Was I'm Dennis aware. Rodman at that one? I don't think so. No, I think Trump was the... Was, was the Mike Tyson? One. No, Tyson was at an earlier one. Uh, 17, maybe? No, maybe, maybe earlier than that. So nine years ago. That would have been 08. Well, it is... It was in Detroit. Oh, it's 2016 still, isn't it? Yeah. Barely. Barely. Um, he shaved Vince McMahon's head. Donald Trump did? Yeah. They were having a hair versus hair match. He didn't wrestle. They had surrogates wrestle. Of course. And Vince's surrogate lost, so he got his head shaved. And then Donald Trump took a stone cold stunner. <laughs> and now he is the president. Just made Probably me. the first president, I guess, must have been the first president to take a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> Wait, Trump got stunned? He did. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You remember when he was just a carnival barker? Who, Trump? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't he still? Well, he's president carnival <laughs> barker now. Congratulations. It's, you, it's a new day in America, buddy. Did you see Colbert's election night monologue after it was over? Yeah, the the day after or the night of? Like the night of when everything was wrapping up and he just kind of... Yeah. I mean, that goes back to that Facebook thing of like, we're inundated with it mm-hmm. way too much these days. Yeah. The next night, he played some stuff that I didn't... I'd never seen before. Are you familiar with um, the African-American outreach person for the Trump campaign? Mm, No, I don't think so. Uh, (laughs) Omarosa? Oh, you mean from the the Apprentice? I think she was the first Apprentice Mm -hmm. winner. She was named the director of African-American outreach. So there's a video of her. It's the scariest thing I saw. And the reason I bring it up is obviously Colbert. 
<clears throat> Come here and look at this real quick. Okay. Every critic, every detractor will have to bow down to President Trump. It's everyone who's ever doubted Donald, whoever disagreed, whoever challenged him. It is the ultimate revenge to become the most powerful man in the universe. <laughs> it's kind of spooky, right? A little bit. She seems like a wrestler. Is she not? Yeah. She's got a little RuPaul <laughs> and a little uh, uh, Coco Beware, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's Man, that was racist. Look at this in this new America. Yeah. Look what happens. Look at, look at what you're doing. I like that, though. You're going to have to bow down and kiss the <laughs> ring, bitch. <laughs> That's and definitely what a, a heel manager would say. It is, right? Yeah. It, and it it even looks like it's produced <clears throat> to air yeah. before a match to <laughs> rile up the crowd. Right. That's what that's what they play just before he comes out. I haven't got to read it yet, but somebody wrote a... I think it was in the... Washington Post, maybe? I need to look it up. But uh, someone wrote an article about all the things that Trump has learned from wrestling and just kind of how it it impacted his campaign and just the different tactics that seem to pop up. Well, you just mentioned that, and I can just think of one. If you look at the Republican primary as the Royal Rumble, he took them out one by one. Yeah, It was first, it was Jeb. You're going down, buddy. Yeah. Jeb. <laughs> Jeb. Is- Isolate him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing to Ted Cruz. Yeah. And every single time he took one of them down, I was so happy. I was so pleased with his assassinations. And then to do it to Chris Christie. <laughs> and then to have Christie up there kissing the ring. Remember that first <laughs> Chris Christie appearance at one of his events? It, was, it was here. It was in Fort Worth. God, it was so fun. And awkward, yeah. When he was like, "Go get on the plane." Yeah, they play. They have audio, like ambient audio. Yeah, from the tarmac where he's like, "Now get your ass on that plane." Well, I don't know if that happened here, Fat but fatty. I know, I know he was on stage with him here. I think, I think that was at the tarmac yeah. here when he was just like, "Now get your ass on the plane." <laughs> You're not riding. Wasn't with there me. rumors going around that he sent him to get get a McDonald's or something like that? Christy, <laughs> get your fat ass over to McDonald's and get me a McMuffin. Surely you know what a McMuffin is, Christy. And now he's been booted from the transition team? Yeah. That already happened, really? Yeah. I think Mike Pence took over, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mike Pence freaks me out, man. He's something else. He's eliminating people from the transition (laughs) team already? He's the shadow government. Well, let's face it. Chris Christie, not exactly the kind of person that you'd want to, you know, run your bridges. He might be in a little trouble. He's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But let's see. Department of the Interior, Sarah Palin. <laughs> I've heard the rumors. I think this I think the Sid Miller thing is pretty that guy's been cracking me up for a while. She's a cunt. Good old Sid Miller. I mean That's the guy who was faking uh faking appointments with Oklahoma representatives to go and get a back injection. I don't know if you ever heard all that stuff. No. Really? Yeah. The Jesus shot is what he called it. And it's like a 
Uh, it's not a B12 injection, but it's something like that. The Jesus shot. Yeah. So there's a doctor, like a. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to overset my bounds, but let's just call it. Um, I think. I think it's okay. Let's just call it unproven science, because there's one doctor in Oklahoma that's that's giving these injections. That's supposed to make you feel great, and you know how if you get like a B12 injection, you you get you know energy, right? And Which, so he was uh, he was apparently faking meetings, faking agriculture business meetings with Oklahoma, and instead going you know using taxpayer dollars to fly up to Oklahoma to get this injection. That's so awesome. And they asked the people like, "Oh, didn't you meet with Sid Miller?" And they said, "No, no, <laughs> never seen no." First time I ever heard of the guy was when I heard that he called Hillary Clinton a cunt on Twitter. He's got a long history. This is uh, the Sarah Palin bit. It really is just like a a comedy of errors, though, the people who he's... Oh, yeah. I, I for one, this has almost made me want to get back into politics on a full-time basis. Because this is going to be entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. If nothing else, it's going to be entertaining. I cannot wait to see what happens. We are going to have the greatest <laughs> State of the Union. That's the, that's all I want to see. The State of the Union <laughs> is fantastic. It's wonderful. It's great. It's stupendous. It's really very, a very, very... I was reading a Tremendous. quote from him talking about Hillary, the uh-huh. 60 Minutes interview that's going to air. And I was reading, you know, the here's what's coming up on it. And there was a quote. She was really, really, it was a very, very, very good, very good phone call. There was like seven varies in a row. I was like, wow. You imagine what the people who are doing the uh, <laughs> transcripts. <laughs> transcripts are like. How many varies was they, that? They want to copy and paste yeah. vary. There's so many. It's going to be a very, very, very interesting four years. Oh. <sighs> Did you hear, uh, what was it, was it during his victory speech where he said, and at the end of two, three, maybe four years, <laughs> maybe eight? He doesn't. Like, he how, doesn't long is the, how long is the president in office? I don't know. Hopefully two, right? I, gu- I guarantee that dude slept 36 hours straight as mm-hmm. soon as that was over. Sure. What a ass whip it is to run for president, let alone be president. Yeah. But no way. No way. Negative. <laughs> Negative ghostwriter. Oh, I, see, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. I don't know. I'm excited about it in the way that you would get excited about lighting a dumpster on fire <laughs> in which you know that they put all of the leftover fireworks from the 4th <laughs> yeah. of July in that Something dumpster. Something is going to happen. And there's probably also some, like, just random grease in mm-hmm. it. I'm excited about it. I mean, really. What difference does it make? We'll make it. We'll get through. Guess what? It's it's gonna be okay, people. Take a step away. Guess what? There's still gonna be Sasquatch. Unless he has declared war on Sasquatch, has he? If so, we might need to rethink this whole thing. Well, I mean, if he's getting this Sid guy with the Jesus <laughs> shot, I would imagine that doctor in Oklahoma that does the Jesus shot, he, he might... may be a member of the NAWAC. <laughs> he might be. He might be a Sasquatch. He might be the doctor that they say they have on staff. I've got a Jesus shot for you. Also, I saw Bigfoot in the woods this weekend. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know why he has that kind of an accent. but So speaking of... Uh, 
The big hairy? No, no, no. Oh. Well, this is big and hairy, but drawing unnecessary attention to yourself for hopes of gain. Okay. See the story about the panda this week? I did not. I hen. I hen? Mm-hmm. This panda, this panda was set to be a star. Six-year-old giant panda that last month started to show signs of pregnancy. That's a very big deal. And the staff at the Qingdao Breeding Research Center in China. China. <laughs> China. At the Qingdao Breeding <laughs> Research Center in China. Very good things. China. I can't. I'll never hear it the same again. China. Wrong. Had planned to film her labor in the first ever live broadcast of a panda giving birth. Isn't that exciting? You remember when? The, remember when the giraffe here had the had the baby? Yeah, and then the baby died. The baby did. Yeah, do you? That was the one. That was none of this now needed. Baby dead. <laughs> I didn't know that giraffe baby died. That's the giraffe that ran into the bridge or whatever it was. That what this year? Yes, Capenzi. Moment of silence for Capenzi. Join us in silence as we remember those innocent Americans lost in this unconscionable, cowardly act of terrorism on our nation. Uh, Paul in uh, what, what, KTCK oh. Dallas Fort Worth KTBK Sherman Dennis KTBK Sanger. I'm very sorry about that. I wasn't. Uh, I want to pay attention. I'm very sorry. Well, this hey. is supposed to be the moment of silence. Now then, all right. all right, let's do the moment of silence. Okay. Here's here's one thing before we uh, move on and take calls on this. Uh, Time out. I thought the moment of silence was between the ID and when he came on and started talking again. That's the moment of silence, isn't it? It was a little longer than what you left there. No, the the moment of silence was... um, You're not the first one to be confused. You want to do over? He talked in the moment of silence, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you you have to stop talking for five seconds. Sorry. All right, one more one more thing to wrap that up. There'd be a more awkward thing to play. (laughs) That was... Yeah. Oh... All right, we um, we are not doing the emergency break of the week this week. But if we were doing it, I'm sure that would be a candidate. <laughs> Let me just say this: that was very awkward. Let me just say this: <laughs> you went to call. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that was brutal, because it was the same one that they that they live streamed, and then it was like running around playing and ran into a. Get the fuck out of here! Are you serious? Yes, dude, that makes me sad. But it also, it was, yeah, it was very sad. I believe you. It's just I can't remember exactly what happened. I think it ran into like a bridge or something. The live stream of that giraffe giving birth, where it was just standing. That was the thing yeah. that was so funny. Was, it was it like was... dropped out and. <laughs> I mean, that's terrifying, right? Drafts are tall. Yeah. That's the way they give birth. <laughs> like, Well, I, mean, I didn't put two and two together until maybe it was like a couple of weeks ago. I think we were talking about it with somebody and they were they were is, talking about how they had watched it. And I was like, oh, shit, that was the same one that, yeah, like ran and broke its neck or something like that. This is the first official suicide of the Trump presidency. <laughs> Kapinzi running into a bridge. Giraffe Dude, that was, lives fucking matter. Exactly.
Well, I hen, everybody's real excited. We're going to live birth this giant panda popping out, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't that... Uh, wasn't this, that- this momentous occasion, <laughs> my friend, has been canceled. And do you want to know why? Uh, sounds like there could have been a tragedy, but... As it turns out, I hen's pregnancy <laughs> was all just a clever ruse. <laughs> Qingdao staff revealed that the panda had experienced a, quote, phantom pregnancy and had likely faked the symptoms to get extra attention and food. Now, how do they know that that it intentionally, they think it intentionally faked the symptoms? Before you go further, I have a quote right here from Wu Kongju, an okay. expert at Qingdao. Says, quote, after showing prenatal signs, the mothers to be are moved into single rooms with air conditioning and around the clock care. <laughs> they also receive more buns, fruits, and bamboo. Oh. So, so this, clearly she was like, well, oh, that's pretty nice. So the interesting thing is that if a panda is pregnant, one of the first signs is that they have a reduced appetite. And apparently the panda faked having an appetite or less of an appetite. Mm-hmm. And less mobility by watching other pandas do the same when they got pregnant. So it was like, man, that looks like a pretty good kid. <laughs> Let me just not eat for a day and lay here on my side. Yeah. And see what happens. Oh, they, oh she pregnant. She pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put her in the air conditioned room and bring her mass quantums of food. Yeah. You think those other pandas come back and be like, oh, I don't believe what's going on in there. Air conditioning? Extra buns? Is anyone else concerned that pandas know how to fake a pregnancy? Yeah, that's... um, Animals acting <clears throat> as humans, showing too much knowledge of things in the world around them. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't have any specific examples, but I know there's a lot of like you hear all sorts of crazy stories about dolphins and things like that, mm-hmm. like and playing tricks on humans and stuff, raping King, Hank Hill and uh, King of the Hill. Exactly, that happened. It did happen. Do you remember that? What was that show? It was like a kind of like an America's Funniest Home Videos, except these videos are serious, and we're not going to make fun of them. They're kind of caught on tape. Oh, there were like a million of those shows, right? Well, I remember specifically my first or second year in college. Was it like most extreme television? One of those. MX something? Can't imagine what kind of chemicals I was under, but I walked in and did a double take, and there was a person filming their relative swimming with dolphins in one of these amazing encounters. Mm-hmm. And then the person's like, hur, 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 in the water. <laughs> and it shows these two dolphins, like, gang raping him. <laughs> one above Spun and one him around. Yeah, like, you could see him, like, kind of circling him. Yeah. And he was twisting in the wind, and an arm would come up, and then a leg. And then I remember, because they, like, slowed it down and then paused it, you see this red rope oh. come out around the dude's leg. And they were like, this is the dolphin's penis. (laughs) I don't think I slept for a week. Oh, man. 
That's terrifying. No, I don't look at them the same now. No, they're crazy. Coincidentally, there was a King of the Hill episode in which <laughs> Hank is raped in the dolphin tank mm-hmm. at one of these amazing encounters. <laughs> and the guy who works there is upset that the dolphin chose this outsider <laughs> instead of him. <laughs> Why don't you ever show me that kind of love, Seabreeze? <laughs> Clearing up a couple of stories that we had missed during our travels. You know, the NBA season is happening. Oh, gosh. Don't I know it? National Basketball Association. Don't remind me. But are you familiar with the artist formerly known as Ron Artest? Uh, Yes. Is this currently goes by the name Meta of World Peace? Meta World Peace. Yeah. I always find it interesting that the great Rick Carlisle, Dallas Mavericks coach, one of the most awesome humans, mm-hmm. he could beat anyone's ass in ping pong, <laughs> and he's played piano on stage with Bruce Hornsby. True story. And he coached the Mavericks to a championship. Mm-hmm. Guy's a legend. Yeah, he was the coach of the Pacers when the Ron Ortest thing happened. Oh, when he ran into the stands? The brawl. Yeah. 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 It just always flabbergasts me. So the Los Angeles Lakers were in Oklahoma City recently to play the Thunder. Mm Mm-hmm. And word around the NBA is that the Skirvin Hotel is haunted. Oh, right. We've talked a little about this. Right, we have. Well, here's the latest update. The Los Angeles Lakers played the Thunder in Oklahoma City two Sundays ago, and a few players shared their personal experiences at the supposedly haunted hotel with Mark Medina of the Orange County Register. It would surprise nobody that the hoopster formerly known as Ron Artest had his own story. Quote, the ghosts were all over me. I just accepted it. World Peace said. (laughs) They touched me all over the place. Oh, wow. I'm taking one of the ghosts to the court for touching me in the wrong places. (laughs) While Medina reported that Lou Williams... To the court? Is that what the the quote is? Like he's going to take that ghost ass to school. (laughs) While Medina reported that Lou Williams and Larry Nance Jr. paid for their own rooms at a different hotel because they didn't want to stay somewhere that was haunted. World Peace had his own explanation for why he stayed put. Quote, I was watching a good movie, and I was tired. I didn't want to move. That's reason enough to stay. I love that the Thunder continues to put people in in a haunted hotel. Yes. When they come to play them. What a great strategy. Yes, and it's still out there in the video that the Mavericks did with... uh, Oh, right skin yeah and someone else from the team and they basically were doing like a walkthrough with sean marion is there any like evidence evidence from that hotel that something has happened evidence as in evidence that's as good as the stuff that we bring back from the field (laughs) no nothing like that i don't know i've never seen pictures or i've never seen one of those shows go to Shows goes. I've never seen one of those shows goes there. Well, even just, uh, you know, local groups that have quote unquote investigated it. I can't remember that. Now I'm thinking about that picture from the Galvez. The, Which one? One, the one in the hallway. 
Mm-hmm. Creepy. Man. And then those other ones that... One of the only things that I wish that I had done was record people's reaction to me showing them that picture. From the bathroom? Or Yes. Oh, you saw that. That I think you posted it. Um, but the one... the This week. The group picture where the two... Dude, that one's messed up, man. That one's creepy. That one's real creepy. You where can, was that? I don't remember uh, the details of that. Scotland, Ireland, somewhere, some such. It's on our Facebook page, isn't it? Facebook.com slash OK Talk Show. Is it? Uh, or, or was that just a Datus Perry edition? Uh, maybe it was. I'm kind of... Either way, go to our... There's a, lo- there's a lot of times that I wish that... I could share my own stuff from, <laughs> like, OK Talk should be able to share Dadis Perry's post, don't you think? I would think so. I mean, I should think so. I should think so. There's a lot of weird things about the way that the the pages work. I don't like it for the most part. It's really hard. I find it really hard to tag people in posts. I'm bad at tagging that. I think there's a way to do it, but I'm... Not good at it. I'm not saying it's necessarily their fault, but they don't. You know, usually when you're writing a Facebook post and you start typing someone's name, it'll it'll pop up, but uh, it doesn't do that when you're posting with the pages. Did you see that? <laughs> right about when Trump was giving his concession speech, that Jared just commented, "Fuck it, dude, let's go bowling." <laughs> I did. Good timing. It's perfect. Did I send you the Halloween wiggle? Yes. Like it. I don't know if I I don't even know if I could play that on this podcast. And this is a (laughs) podcast for adults. God, I love her on the jewels, man. Let me I'll go ahead and think I can do an okay talk show post here. What is this here? Just sharing the Ghost photo. The ghost photo? Mm-hmm. So where was this from? Do you have it pulled up there? Mm. Yeah, there it is. Newsham Park Hospital in Liverpool. Mm. And this was like a group tour. Yeah, let me make the post first, man, and then I'll share it with you. Talking about this now. Live update. Mm-hmm. Been watching a lot of David Blaine recently. Really? Yeah. I stumbled across one of a special of his on Netflix. That's random. And was watching it the other night. Did I tell you? That dude is straight up sorcerer. Yeah, he's a gangster. <laughs> Did, so you, I'm sure you have to have seen something that I posted from him because it's you're either going to get stuff about our show, you're going to get something about fish, or you're going to get helping friendly book club notifications from me. Mm-hmm. The guy who started the book club, his name is Cole. He works over at the Ritz. Um, the Ritz. Yeah. Dallas and is executive director of celebrity engagements. So mm-hmm. he handles all the high end clientele. And David Blaine was in town when Madonna was. And it's funny because Madonna just totally effed them by renting out the ballroom for yoga <laughs> and had like somebody come over there and check the air ducts and all this ridiculous oh, shit. And then that day canceled. They were just like, really? <laughs> we closed this 
closed the ballroom down, yeah, cleared, cleared it everything. completely out so she could have it for her yoga studio. <laughs> and then I think, I may be wrong, but I think that's why David, I think that was when David Blaine was in town, but Cole, well, he runs a book club. He's one of the most amazing people that I've ever met. And he gave David Blaine a book and David Blaine was like, dude, uh, this is Cole telling me the story. He was like, uh, Rick Ross told me to read this book. And I was like, Rick Ross? Like Rick Ross the rapper? He was like, no, no, no. I mean, Rick Rubin. I was like, okay, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> even though, even still. Then for like two weeks, I would just send Cole random memes of Rick Ross with <laughs> no shirt on, on a boat in Miami, hauling cocaine. Yeah. That I think I told you his Woody Harrelson story. I don't. If I didn't, I will now. That um, so they got a phone call one evening about ten thirty or eleven from one of the suites, and this guy was in all flustered, and he was like, "Hey, this girl just stole my Rolex." And they were like, oh, okay, Mr. So-and-so. He was like, she stole my fucking Rolex. I want to, we need to get her. They were like, okay, we understand. But you do realize that if we call the police over this matter, it's no longer in our hands to provide you the discretion that you need that you're up there with a hooker instead of at home with your wife. Mm -hmm. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> $30,000 Rolex. I want yeah. my fucking watch back. So they're like, okay. So they call the police and they go downstairs and there's this bay on the side of the hotel that's like the VIP entrance where you're not just in front of everybody and God. So it's like a little side street that runs there with the hotel. Cole's out there waiting on the police to show up. This Lincoln Town car pulls up with music that's blaring. The back windows are both down on both sides. And Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson. But he says, like, as the car pulls up, he can see directly into it, you know. Mm -hmm. They both have girls on their lap. Two girls each. There's, like, six people in the back seat of this Lincoln, and four of them are females. Yeah. Owen Wilson and Woody. And they're pulling up, and they're just, woo, woo, having a good time, you know. And right then, the police had been notified of a theft, and the girl had, like, run out, done the old New Orleans Duncan Dash, where right. you've got the guy with his pants down around his ankles. That's when you rob him and take off. Mm -hmm. So I guess the police had just spotted someone that they suspected to be said woman or whatever. They're pulling into this area, and they flip their lights on. And he was like, I watched in slow motion as like Woody Harrelson's face goes from partying balls to, oh, my God, the cops are behind us. And the Lincoln Town car is pulling in and the cops are pulling up right behind him. And Woody gets out of the car on one side, like real, like, oh, shit, you know, has this look on his face. And then he looks down and he's holding alcohol in uh -huh. his hand, too. And he leans down, sets it on the floor. Kind of stands up and and the police officer just gets up and comes over and talking to him and there's this moment where they're like, 
looking around like, oh, they're not here for us. <laughs> they're not after us. <laughs> they weren't following us. <laughs> and he said, I physically watched him go from, woo, to, oh, no. Speaking of Woody, he was in that David Blaine thing that I was watching. Really? Yeah, because it's, uh, I guess the the, the bit <laughs> is David Blaine doing magic for celebrities. I mean, he does some street magic as well. Mm-hmm. Woody's part was a very weird assortment because it was like Aaron Paul and why am I blanking on the the main guy's name from Breaking Bad? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. So it was like the two of them together. It was Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith together. Was this a TV special? I guess so. I don't know. It was like an hour and a half long. And then it was Woody Harrelson and Kanye. They were hanging out together. And he's doing magic for Kanye, and Woody, and Woody like doesn't really do anything. He's just hanging out there, going, you know, like making faces and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a cool special, I suppose. That's pretty rad. I like his stuff. I really like the reaction to his stuff. Yeah, like I always refer to the Dallas Cowboys in the locker room, mm-hmm. the way they run away, they from just him take off, and, and or hold each other back. The best, the best one was he was doing some street magic for some guys, and, um. He was, he had a, I forget what, I think it was a dollar bill. And he said, what do you guys want this to be? He goes, name whatever dominate, you know, denomination. What do you want it to be? And they were like, $100, like make it a $100 bill. And uh, it was four of them. They're like, all right, well, you know, we each get $25 if it's $100. And so he, you know, does this thing and they open it up. It's a $100 bill and they don't even say anything. They just take off running down the street. (laughs) They don't say a word. You're they don't have scream. to catch me, David Blaine. <laughs> They're gone. They're a block away. Uh, it's pretty brilliant. That is great. <laughs> they don't want that brujo to be able to chase them down. Right. <laughs> and take it back. Let's put as much distance between ourselves and David Blaine. <laughs> Run! It's impressive. It's really impressive. I mean, I you know, I used to, I love, I used to want to learn how to do magic and like do card tricks and slide a hand and watching his stuff. Like you can kind of, you know, for the first minute or so, follow what he's doing. Like, oh, I think I see what he's doing here. But then it's always, he always does something that's like, that's, that is straight up magic. Like that is straight up sorcery. That's the easiest way to explain that is you have an a otherworldly power. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Which is, I blanked on the name of that book that Cole told him to read. But, it's all about creating your own reality. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason that he was, you need to check this book out. You know? Yeah. Because you're already kind of a sorcerer. So, yeah. Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to that ghost photo. Yeah, it's up there. Um, so it was a tour. And yeah, what a couple of faces uh, pop up in there that. Yeah, Phil Barron was leading a group of ghost enthusiasts on a haunted tour of an old Victorian orphanage in Newsham Park Hospital in Liverpool. You know, it's Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Afterwards, once the image was uploaded online, it wasn't long before a supernatural participant was noticed in the group shot. I took the snap and then put my phone away, and during the break, three hours later, I sent it over to the office to be uploaded and thought nothing more of it, said Barron. It was only the following day when I was woken by a flurry of instant messages and saw the number of comments on the post, and I had a proper look at the photo. 
It's scary looking. <laughs> it's it's really, real creepy looking. It really is. Like it's something straight out of a Hollywood film. Yeah. It. Yeah. And there, there are two faces in there, right? It's not just one? No, I think it's just the one. Oh, okay. Do they have a... Is it zoomed in there? Or what is... Yeah, this one. That's the... Creepy. Gosh, the thing's... Yeah, no. Terrifying looking. Can we have a conversation real quick? Oh. I'm about completely done. With anything that has the title American Horror Story. <laughs> this season started out really promising, I thought. I did too. I told you I was into it. Yeah. And two episodes ago, while they were pulling people's teeth out and cutting pieces off of them alive, I was like, why <laughs> does this show insist on turning into gore porn? Yeah. It's not, that's not scary. Yeah. That's not what I thought I was in for. That's not the way that the original season was. Hell, that's not even the way that Coven was. No, like yeah, I think up through Coven, it was they had played it. It was downplayed, which is I mean they scarier. did some wild shit, but it was not like so grotesque. I think The Walking Dead uh, turned a lot of people off. Yeah, this season and for, I don't, for the I, same. I thing. know what happened. I didn't watch it. Yeah, but that's kind of one of the reasons why I got off of The Walking Dead because, I mean, I guess if you're just into seeing zombies get shot and people making a supply run, I just got tired <laughs> of people making supply runs. Yeah, that was every single scenario was a supply run or here's another group and there's going to be safety yeah, here and guess, we can be safe yeah, here. Yeah, guess what? There, Here's another group and someone is fucked up. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> I was watching- It stopped having things to say after a while. I was watching Sesame Street the other day. Mm-hmm. Very similar. And quite. People having their teeth pulled out. The best thing about Sesame Street, though, is that it will uh, parody pop culture- yeah. Mm-hmm. In probably ways that you wouldn't believe because <laughs> I'm sure you haven't watched it. And I have not. It's on HBO now, right? Yeah. And it's really, really well done. I've got this picture. That's a real shame, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's No, still... no, no. They play it on PBS. It's just oh, produced they? by HBO. Okay. I thought it had just moved exclusively to HBO. No. Uh-uh. So that's, that's The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the zombies are cookies oh that's like amazing. Uh, gingerbread men yeah and that's cookie monster is rick mm-hmm. and then that uh, dude is the governor yeah a guy that i don't recognize as the governor there's a uh there's a true blood one but it's about true mud <laughs> and they're like you're not one of those grouches are you what if i am just give me some mud <laughs> that's pretty great it is and yeah. it's real funny to see I've seen them parody Jurassic Park. I mean, almost anything you can think of. There's tons of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. It's pretty funny, but... Uh. Yeah, dude, American Horror Story. I, I'm really... I mean, we're in it. It's almost... I think there's one episode left as as of the time of this recording. And uh, what's going to happen with that? Well, I do think that it's interesting that Lee ends up being the one that made it away from the place. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that I sent you that article that she's a real person. Right. So did you see the previews for next week? 
Mm-hmm. It shows her like on a Barbara Walters special, but the Barbara Walters lady is the lady. It's the lady from, well, okay, but it's the lady from Asylum, if you remember all that oh, stuff. Oh, no, no. See, I couldn't watch Asylum. I knew where that was going, <laughs> and I was out before that started. So that's, yeah, I mean, it's, so she's the woman who, she was like the reporter who went undercover at Asylum, mm. and all that crazy stuff happened, and when she came out on the other end of it, she has, she's like this national celebrity, and she does these sort of mm. talk show things, and so I guess I can only they're tying all that together fucked up asylum is it is but it's i don't like seeing people that have mental challenges treated unfairly it is but again it's it's still more uh, it's more of the old style american horror story where it's like psychological type stuff that's going on just like really kind of you know fucked up stuff if you think about it but it's not really gory necessarily at least as much as i can remember i'm sure there's a couple I don't know. I what, don't think it's. I don't think it's really started getting that way until. I guess it was the, the freak show one. Yeah. Yes. Wait. What? So. When was the fourth? I'm forgetting how these all. I think uh, there was Coven and then Freak Show and then I was Asylum the second one. Asylum was the second one. Well, then that's why I didn't watch that one. I just knew. That was going to be bad, but maybe it wasn't as bad. Obviously, it wasn't as bad as the shit that I saw from Hotel and then... Oh, right. I'm forgetting about Hotel. I can't. Yeah. I can never Yeah, Freak Show it. and Hotel were the were the ones where they it was just like, screw it. Let's just, I just don't do get crazy it. things. Because like the Lisa Lamb thing that really did happen at that hotel mm-hmm. is scarier to me than some demon raping people. Right, demon with a, a metal barb. But, <laughs> but yeah, I was really liking this season of uh of American Horror Story. And when they I did can't the keep looking at this lady, by the way. I'm I'm closing <laughs> Move this. it. She's spooky. And when they did the switch where they, you know, brought everybody back to the house and like I thought that was kind of promising and, and interesting and I was thinking, Oh, cool. So, you know, you're gonna get to see how scary these real demons are or these real I don't know. I feel like it just it went from that to let's murder everyone in a in a horrific way and be done with it. I think it says that I'm, I think I, I think it says that I'm a better person than most people that I just don't like torture. No, I mean I don't I don't either. I never I never really well I I can appreciate I can I can appreciate you know if you watch Hostel or something like that. I can I can appreciate the artistry behind it. Yeah, but it's not something I want to watch. Like that's that's an impressive feat of filmmaking, I suppose, to make it look so, you know, nasty. But I don't, I don't need to see it. Good God! No, thank you. (laughs) I'll stick with ghosts. I think that they timed it just perfectly so that the American Horror Story that played. Well, I was one behind, but the week before the election was a bunch of. By Joe Regnacks in the woods, <laughs> torturing black people. Yeah. Funny how that happened. Mm-hmm. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, was it a bit of foreshadowing for what's to come for the next four years? I know, all... I know we talked about this earlier, but Westworld is the show that everybody needs to be watching. Get on it, folks. I'm all about it. Don't. I will say that show uh, very much 
engenders the go online and read a million theories about what's actually going on. And it gets to be a little much. If you engage in a lot of that, it gets to be a little much because there are, you know, arguments. And it's not like Game of Thrones where there's a source material that you can go back to and say, here's what I think is going on. Uh, West, you know, Westworld, nobody knows what's going to happen. So uh, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of conjecturing with kind of nothing to base it on other than here's what I, here's what I feel. Mm-hmm. So I just watch the show and and enjoy it for what it is. I uh, pretty great. I saw that people were saying that it was like played in the simultaneous universes, Game of Thrones. Oh, really? And that George R. R. Martin even commented on it. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, what was I about to say? What's those stories? And TV. I really do feel like I just had let my brain just pulled the Homer Simpson where it's like, you can stay, but I'm out of here. <laughs> Speaking a little bit more of the election, mm-hmm. the Simpsons predicted it. They did. In the one of my favorite Simpsons episodes ever is this very one because that's where they go to the carnival, right? Mm-hmm. And this is before she walks into the the sorcery tent or whatever. Chief Wiggum is dressed up like a friar <laughs> and he's running a mysterious beast of yore <laughs> and it's behold the the, the two headed dog born with only one head <laughs> you know yeah and everything is just a regular animal yeah oh i've eaten eight different meats i'm a true renaissance man i'll go to the first aid tent and tell them to plug in yield stomach pump alight your gaze on yonder fabled beasts of yore Behold, the rarest of the rare, the mythological two-headed hound, born with only one head. Ooh, and here, out of the myths of history, the legendary Esquilax, a horse with the head of a rabbit and the body of a rabbit. Oh, it's galloping away. Here, buddy, buddy. Here, buddy. Here, Esquilax. And the body of a rabbit. (laughs) And... She's like, the bunny rabbit escapes, and Lisa chases after it, goes, here, bunny, bunny. He's like, eh, Esquilax. <laughs> <laughs> and then she runs into the tent, and then she sees her future. She becomes president, and it shows her in the Oval Office, and she's like, all right, President Trump has left us in an economic crisis. <laughs> it's funny. Was that the same? Was that the same episode where Homer eats the pepper? Or is that a different one? No, but that one's genius, that's a, too. That's a brilliant one. Johnny Cash is a guest star in that one. Uh, He's yeah. the voice of the coyote. The coyote. Mm-hmm. I always loved that one. Yeah, no, that's the chili eating contest okay. where Chief Wiggum is the one that has the chili. <laughs> yeah. Then he dips his tongue in candle wax to be able he pours to- it, like He pours it in his mouth to try to yeah coat the inside of his mouth. Uh-huh. That is genius. 
That's also and he like, goes on a vision quest after eating the pepper. Right. But they uh, trick the animation up on that. And it's weird now because they've HD'd up so many of them. One of the things that people were complaining about when FX did that was by scaling it, you miss the names of the buildings and stuff because it cut out. Mm-hmm. So like half of the jokes were the names of the places and the shit that they would put like around the scenes. Yeah. So I don't know how this plays in the HD world, but I remember the old analog TV day and he goes into that dream world and it turns into like 3D, almost like he's in Tron. Yeah. You know, and he hits something and it goes down the, It's it looks like he's standing on the board. Yeah. And there's like a black hole in there. And I mean, that's really advanced shit right there. They're like talking quantum mechanics and stuff. Yeah. In that episode. <laughs> While he's just tripping balls on a pepper with Johnny Cash, the coyote, talking to him. But there's some, like, high-level stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Man, that was really, really, really good shit, those first... I mean, that first decade of that show. Yeah, it was on point. Oh, oh my gosh. Every single word meant something. It was, like, specific. I forget that it's that they're still producing new episodes of that. No, it's going to break. They just signed it for two more years. Yeah. It's going to be over 30. I can't remember the last time I watched one live. That's what's even crazier is I probably haven't watched a new one in, I don't know, 15 years maybe? That's, like that's, I, I, that's, that, that, that's nuts to say. That's how bad of a jaded vet we are. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Jaded Veterans Day, by the way. That's how bad of a jaded vet we are that I probably haven't seen half of them because there was that period where it sucked. Except half of them is well over a decade of worth of television. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It has been running. That's incredible to think. It's been running since we were in the single digits. Same thing with South Park. I, I, I... and I know South Park still does some somewhat relevant stuff, but I haven't, I don't remember the last, I mean, it may have been, I mean, I probably have caught bits and pieces of a new one here and there over the last five or six years, but actually sitting down to watch the show, it may, it may have been college or something. I check in a couple of times a year because they really are super on point yeah. relevant. And that just kind of goes into how they make the show, and they produce it in in a less than a week or something like that, right? And are able to get it on the air. I mean, those guys will eat acid and go to the Emmys. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's still the core too that was the the only thing about The Simpsons that f- sucked was because the writers just got pilfered. I mean, freaking Conan O'Brien was a writer for the show, yeah, and it's like. He gets a late night gig, takes all of those dudes with him. So there's so many different layers on The Simpsons, too, depending on the year where the writers, depending on their uh, the school that they came from, which we're talking a lot of Ivy League dudes, that the, the levels of the jokes that they would lob between each other in single episodes that mm-hmm. – nobody catches and that somehow they're able to get all of that in and it still be 
so funny. Yeah. Blows me away. It's pretty amazing. It is. I do, I don't think I watched it, but I heard that the South Park episode for pre-election was that there was just the male candidate and the female candidate, (laughs) and the male candidate was saying that he didn't want to be president, that he, this was all a joke. I didn't really, I don't (laughs) want to be president. I do not want to be president. Please vote for female candidate. Yeah. And female candidate was like, male candidate is a liar. Don't believe (laughs) anything he says. That's pretty well sums it up right there. Have you watched Black Mirror at all on Netflix? No. I Yeah, I'd get on that as well. I can't keep up with this shit, man. So there was an episode. It, Black Mirror, uh, the best way I can describe it is it's like a Twilight Zone. So each episode is self-contained. Okay. Apparently there are like some minor connections, but you don't need to see. You can kind of pick and choose. That at least makes me feel better. Um, But it's it's like... Twilight Zone, but instead of morality, it's kind of about technology. So it's all the ways in which it's sort of set in a relatively near future, you know, think the next 20 years. Right. And so, you know, technology advances and it's all the ways that that comes back and bites us in the ass and like kind of different different aspects of it. So social networks, things like that. Um Fake news feeds. Fake news feeds. Yeah, I mean, really. Uh, but here, there's here is a story from CNN. President Obama says if Donald Trump is elected, he is going to declare martial law <laughs> and claim himself dictator for the next three years. He's going to occupy the White House. It's a link that says CNN on it. I see it. So I'll just I won't spoil it, but I will say that there's one episode that I just got finished watching. I think it was from the second season. That is incredibly prescient in that there's a it's set in it's a it's a british show but it's so it's it was produced over there mm-hmm. so it's it's someone running for a parliament seat and there's a joke there's a there's a character on television like a cartoon character that goes that's part of a like one of their talk shows and it becomes so wildly popular people are like why don't you why doesn't why doesn't the character run for office it just becomes this thing that spirals out of control where this character that everyone thinks is a gag, it's starting to get garner real support. And when you look at that compared to what actually is happening, um, it's kind of amazing how it mirrors. And this was produced, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm going to have to ask you to define a word you just used. Hmm. Prescient. Uh, like a, like predicting the future. Prescient. Oh. The prescient group. <laughs> like prescient. Having or showing knowledge of events before they take place. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank you. But that shows uh, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's great in that they they nail certain aspects of how you really imagine things happening. And it's but it's always like this is the worst possible outcome of this technology, but it's, it's pretty good. It just makes me think of, uh, Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Not the Bay, but the Doobie Brothers song. Mm-hmm. Oh, Black Mirror, keep on reflecting. 
how retarded I am. But I mean, the 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 very first episode is a is a banger. You're like, what? <laughs> this is this is gonna go there? It's a banger and mash. Right? Uh huh. I'll give you. A, I'll I'll tell you something to watch. But uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I. By the way, I'm currently developing a um a, a television series that I'm gonna try to uh push to the networks. Uh huh. Since apparently anyone can have a TV series. <laughs> I mean, I probably just Thursday or Friday, like somebody sit there and say, have you seen this one? It's on the Netflix. <laughs> have you seen this one? They're all over the place. One of them was The 100. Uh, I've heard of that show. Is that? It's about like space colony and then. Okay, maybe that's a different one. Kids in jail in space and then they like. <laughs> space jail? Send them to Earth. Back to Earth. <laughs> Space jail. <laughs> I've Space jail's gonna be a real thing. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a really I mean, that reminds me of Black Mirror, but there's a really <laughs> wild there's a wild episode that's that deals with the penitentiary system. Hmm. Uh which is pretty incredible. Hmm. Hmm. Go watch it, folks. Get me Talk to me about it. One. Hit me up. Text Black Mirror to 44436 <laughs> for your chance to win personalized viewing experience with Matt Stoker. Mm-hmm. We'll talk all about it. We'll live, we'll live chat it. No. They will come to your house. <laughs> they will sit on your Ouija board pillow. Oh, my God. Have you seen the video... A few weeks ago, this guy put out a video where he's reading from Yahoo Answers about people asking if they're pregnant. Have you seen this? No. Okay, we need to stop down and watch it because he does he does another one. Um, just look up, am I pregnant? 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 Am I pegnate? Help? Is there a possibility that I'm... Pregnant? Am I pregnant or am I okay? Could I be pregonate? How do I know if I'm pregnant? Can I be pregnant? Can oo get pregante? Can oo bleed while oo are pergert? Can oo down a twenty-foot water slide pegnat? How can I get my GF pregnant? What happen when get perginat? I keep having to fend off a Ouija board, a Luigi board purchase at my house. What? Megan keeps wanting to buy one. She already bought the effing pillow. No, that was given to us as a gift. But yes, that's in the house now. So that picture, that like voodoo priestess that she uses as her avatar, mm -hmm. is that a real person? That's her. That's really her? That's her. That's Halloween. What were y'all doing? Conjuring spirits. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just at your house so y'all didn't have people over or anything no no no. yeah no we set up we uh we blocked off part of our garage and 
I've got pictures here that. Uh, oh, y'all were doing that in your garage for trick or treaters. For trick or treaters, yeah, dude. What a effed up show that is. <laughs> were you rolling tape on that? I've got pictures, and we weren't rolling tape, but uh, I do have pictures to show you. Always record, man. <laughs> it does not look like her. She did all that makeup herself. It was pretty impressive. It really was. And then you in that effing robe with that goat head on it looked good too. So what we, of course it looked good. But <laughs> you I had to, well, I, that, was, that was the other thing. She said, should I draw a pentagram? And I said, no, we should probably not do that. Should I? <laughs> Dude, let's see if that's on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> should I draw a pentagram? Should I draw a pentagram? How bad is it to draw a pentagram? <laughs> What do they say? I am not Satanist or something, but I just like how it looks like. <laughs> this is real. Whenever I have to draw something like a birthday card for my friends, I will put a pentagram. You know this one. A star upside down in a circle, devil sign, etc. So is it a big sin if I draw them not to pray of Satan, but just because they look cool too? One O. They somehow attract me. Thank you. <laughs> what is the... Oh, good. That guy wrote a, a thesis. Uh, uh, there, there really is a link on how to draw a pentagram. Are people D advising him against it? Or are they, are they all for... If you feel guilty drawing it, then maybe you have answered your own question. Oh. Come and look at this guy. Come and look at this guy. <laughs> to me, it is just a design, but to knowledgeable Christians, they will find it offensive. Wiccans and Satanists may want to recruit you if they feel so lead while watching you draw them. This is my take on it from a few perspectives. Follow your conscience. From a few perspectives. <laughs> what? If you're worried about the Satan-y vibe, maybe you should draw a heartogram instead. Do you even know what it really means and is about? If you did, you would have no problem drawing it all. This is a good one. This is this was a good Yahoo answer. I mean. I'm not a Satanist or something, but I just like how it looks like. Okay. Every Dude, this is now my new favorite thing. Looking up things on Yahoo Answers. Fuck this show. How to draw a pentagram without a protractor. <laughs> that was our problem. It's many people's problem. I couldn't we couldn't make it ge geometrically. So do you do you, if you type in do you type in Yahoo Answers? This is the, this is the new favorite thing. I wish I had discovered this. <laughs> I'm bad. When drawing a pentacle in Wicca, what happens if you draw an inverted pentagram? Wouldn't that just be a star? <laughs> what happens if you draw an inverted pentagram around you? I always wondered if you draw the satanic star around you while you are standing it. Will this open up a portal to the spirit or demonic world? <laughs> Will anything happen? 
Nothing, because when it's drawn on the ground, the demons can't actually tell which way is up. <laughs> That's the best answer. <laughs> He's got a point. He's oh, got a point. Oh, here's an avatar. Do you have to align it to north? <laughs> here's an avatar with a pentagram. Okay. A as oh, a this pentagram. guy's an expert. One, don't call it the satanic star. Many people who aren't Satanists use the inverted pentagram. Why? Two, it's just a symbol. <laughs> if you don't know how to use it, it's not going to do anything. You can't have an accident and summon a demon. <laughs> Only in movies does that work. Three, Mystic? Yeah, the pentagram in all versions existed before Wicked did. You know, the one with the goat's head and the inverted pentagram? Yeah, that was first seen back in 1896, before the Church of Satan was invented. Uh, well, Stop acting like you hold the copyrights to a religious symbol. <laughs> Whoa. Who's he yelling at? I don't even know. I can't even tell because the one b above that, the best answer, dude, this is gold. Nothing will happen. The inverted pentagram is used to ward off evil, but Christianity turned the sigil itself into something evil. If you look at a regular pentagram upside down, what does it look like? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Nothing will happen. If you don't believe me, why don't you try it and find out? If you don't, trust the results. Try to duplicate it by drawing it again. That's how science works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh. You do that on my floor, I will open a can of evil all over you. Then I make you clean it up. <laughs> Don't try. Trust me. Don't try. Trust him. Dude. <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, I put the nicks on that. Not because I thought we were going to summon a demon, but just because I, I thought some parent was going to come by and be like, now, bunch of Satan worshippers. Which someone did. Someone did not allow their children to come up to our house. Because they were... Not because the kids were afraid. The kids were walking up our driveway. Because we were like, hey, we got candy. And uh, the parent was like, nope. <laughs> nope, come back. Skipping this one. Yep. He was yelling at us. You lost me. Like, I won't be able to talk about anything the rest of the day. I draw an inverted pentagram. I this bad? <laughs> Should I? Hello. Go to Devil's Creek. <laughs> I have recently read that a regular pentagram symbolizes light magic, while an inverted pentagram symbolizes dark magic. I naturally draw an inverted pentagram, so I was wondering if this means anything. Does it somehow mean that I'm dark or anything of that nature? Oh, so I guess I'm learning something here. So the pentagram is the star right-sided up, or star with a pointing upwards. The inverted or upside-down pentagram is the evil one. Huh. Apparently. At least according to Yahoo Answers. Join in if you know the truth about that. I've got another one for you. Is Bigfoot real? <laughs> Here we go. 
My brother always told me Bigfoot lived in my backwoods, but I never <laughs> believed him until today. So I was sitting on my back poach, bird watching. <laughs> All of a sudden, through my binoculars, I see some big, something big and furry. My first thought was, whoa, that's one big bird. Then I saw it stand up and start running right at me. Then I saw it wasn't a bird, but a big hairy thing with big feet. So I screamed and ran inside. Luckily, my scream scared the beast off, but not after it grabbed a handful of the birds I was watching. It was terrifying. Should I move or should I call it back and get it on tape? How do I get it on tape? Will it try to kill me again? (laughs) Best answer. Get it on tape, upload it on YouTube, and send me the link. Please do that. No, it will not try to kill you. Bigfoots never kill. They are (laughs) herbivorous. Please get it on tape for me. In my opinion, he isn't real. I've always been a skeptic. Although you could be convinced by an article called Missing 411 Persons, People turn up in strange places where they never could have gone in the history of our lifetime, and some don't turn up at all. For example, a young boy turns up over a thousand feet up a mountain cliff after disappearing like 10 minutes ago. But then again, (laughs) there could be a plausible explanation for this, even though I've never found one. Is this what our show sounds like to people that... (laughs) This is our show now. (laughs) Welcome to the new normal. Bigfoot is real. I once walking in the great forest of Canada when all of a sudden a big nasty creature appeared. I quickly ducked for cover hoping that whatever it didn't want spot me. I legged it and found a can of tuna inside a bush. I turned around (laughs) and right behind me was a huge furry creature. I quickly grabbed the can of tuna and 360 no scoped the creature. I heard a loud cry and ran for my life. I ran for 60 kilometers before finally stopping to rest and realizing that I lost whatever it was. I am just lucky to have survived that day and to be able to tell you this story. (laughs) Bigfoot is a real animal and typical beast that is said to be a man like ape, a man like ape. (laughs) Those are three words. Man Man like like ape. ape. I believe that this mythical creature could be real. This ape-like man creature is a non-normal, typical thing. It is really rare that you see this animal if you do don't be afraid. They're not too scary, but I would also probably be afraid to see this beast. You're a really lucky person to see this, but take my advice. I would try to encounter this again and tape it any more questions. Ask me. There was no punctuation in that. (laughs) That's impressive you got through that. Someone would have shot one, ran over one, or found a body. Also, there would be more than a few to sustain a population and keep them existing so no Bigfoot don't exist. Use some logic people. Yes, me and my stepbrother had our own experience a few days ago. We were walking around the woods and saw this huge furry thing about 300 feet away. It scared us half to death. We were sure it was Bigfoot just from the way it looked and how big it was. (laughs) Bigfoot is probably not real, but scientists think it's a historic ape called Gigantopithecus Blackie. Now, there you go. This is from, this answer is from Tree. Oh, my word. What a situation you have got yourself into. 
you should probably call it back and get it on tape. You just have to get a fishing pole and put a dog treat on it and yell, hey, big hairy guy, but make sure you also have a super spy camera on the fishing pole too, one It might try to kill you, but since you are a spy, boisterous moose, you should have no problem with staying alive. Sexy Babe X3 says, no, he's not. I believe in other things, but not Bigfoot. And Jose replied, yep. Yep. Well, there you have it. The definitive answer. Oh, there's more. Yes, but he is harmless once at my sister's house. I looked outside window. I saw a hairy creature. I thought it was a brute off of Halo Reach, but it was him. Then he was gone. (laughs) Aye, lassie. He is as real as Nessie, in parentheses, the Loch Ness Monster. Les Stroud is going to find him soon. Marilyn replies, I don't believe you. I'm saying this because they do not chase people. They run from you, not towards you. They don't want to be known. You're such a liar. He is lying. Don't believe a word he says. (laughs) Wow, this is the best way you waste your time making up stories about a creature that runs away from people. Do griffins have ears? What? That's a question on here. Do griffins have ears? There's lots of Bigfoot questions. I can imagine. Why do ghosts vanish? Is Bigfoot real or fake? Let's read these. Uh-oh. Holy crap. Uh, Matt. I, Bigfoot, real or fake, question mark. (laughs) I what to know if Bigfoot real or fake? The best answer... Bigfoot is not real. For any species of that size to actually exist requires shelter, food, and warmth. Uh. A community of primates has to breed to continue their existence, and the numbers necessary for species viability preclude any single small community of Sasquatch. Such a species would need to breed in order to maintain population levels and to offset the death rate from age, sickness, accidental death, and even homicide. Such a large community would require massive quantums of food and sustain. This is like eight pages. As for warmth, even a Sasquatch would find it difficult to stay warm in the Pacific Northwest during the rainy season. Let's just skip down here to the last page. Oh my goodness. There is only the flimsiest of evidence consisting mainly of easily faked photos and video footage, usually blurry and at a distance, and isolated prints, again easily faked, that are never part of an actual trail. Any outdoorsman worth his salt would find it easy to track such a large creature, especially considering that in order to have survived all these millennia, it would require a large community to maintain species viability. Here's the kind of evidence that is out there. I am a nurse, real education, real experience. Lord Bearclaw of the Griffin Woods. <laughs> I believe it is real. I went to college with a guy who wore a size 23 show. That was a really big fun. <laughs> Whoa. 
I have seen Kilroy Master post before, and if memory serves, he claims to have seen one in Fort Lewis. I find this story compelling and wouldn't say he didn't see one. I went to Fort Lewis too, but didn't see one. But it is an area where lots of sightings occur. I actually chose Fort Lewis because I was interested in investigating Bigfoot as far back as the 1970s. (laughs) Since then, I've learned a great deal about this subject, probably read just about every book posted on every site, and even gone on numerous expeditions looking for evidence. Only on one occasion do I think I encountered one, and that was at night and... I heard it approach us. Bearclaw and other skeptics don't really understand the evidence that is available. It is sad because it is really (laughs) extremely fascinating. Whoa, Donald Trump showed up. It is sad because it is really extremely fascinating. Instead of ignoring the evidence and pretending to understand it, they should bother to investigate it a little. In my opinion, it is likely to be a survivor of one of our fairly close ancestors early homo erectus or just prior who evolved into a giant and migrated from asia so my mormon friends please explain why you believe cain is bigfoot <laughs> give it to me bigfoot is cain who has been cursed by god to live forever and wander the earth until the last judgment bigfoot cain even survived the great flood in the time of noah The Mormons believe that Bigfoot is the immortal biblical Cain, son of Adam, who was forced to roam the land to and fro for all time. The belief originated with LDS apostle David Patton, David W. Patton, rather. Uh, Patton was not only the first uh, Mormon martyr, but he met with and spoke to Bigfoot Cain on two or more occasions. I got in trouble as a child for going against this belief, which was held by a house parent. Bigfoot cane being immortal is why no Bigfoot body or other remains like teeth have ever been found. No hunter would ever be able to kill the Bigfoot and thereby break the unbreakable curse of immortality that God has placed upon Bigfoot hyphen cane. Adam was made in the image of Almighty God and Cain, son of Adam, is in the image of Adam. So Almighty God looks like a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. I wasn't either. Oh, well, Church Apostle D- David W. Patton described an encounter he had with Cain in 1835. Quote, as I was riding along the road on my mule, I suddenly noticed a very strange person walking beside me. His head was about even with my shoulders as I sat in my saddle. He wore no clothing, but was covered with hair His skin was very dark. I asked him where he dwelt, and he replied that he had no home, that he was a wanderer in the earth and traveled to and fro. He said he was a very miserable creature, and his mission was to destroy the souls of men. (laughs) This entry was included in Spencer W. Kimball's The Miracle of Forgiveness, which was originally published in 1969. In 1980, sightings of the legendary Bigfoot were reported in South Weber, Utah, Members made connection with these sightings to Patton's story of Cain, effectively beginning the tale. Reeve believes Mormons use this story to connect an unexplainable event with proof that the saints are doing a good job. (laughs) When Satan sends Cain against Mormons, they think, we must be on the right path, or Satan wouldn't bother sending him in his most evil hordes against us. This is... This is LDSliving.com, bro. Uh, here's This is not rated as the best answer. This says, what? Who told you that? 
You need better information. Cain is dead. So uh, apologies to any Mormons who do not believe that in Bigfoot Cain. Is Bigfoot real? Eight question marks. Oh, that's the one that you read. read. Wait a minute. There is a video right here, right now, called Bigfoot. Bigfoot Secrets from the Vatican is Cain Bigfoot, Muslims teaching of Bigfoot. (laughs) Is Sasquatch Bigfoot real? Matt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, this guy's going to eat our lunch. Bigfoot Weekly? Oh, wait. I've, I've stumbled upon something here. What is he? What knowledge is he dropping? I didn't say this knowledge. <laughs> so, uh, Lord Bearclaw of Griffin Woods. You found him again. So he apparently is a wet blanket when it comes to Yahoo Answers because <laughs> every, just about every th- uh, thread about Bigfoot, he has posted that it, he has copied and pasted his that, that, that his lengthy, reply. That yeah, link the answer because I kept I kept seeing it pop up and I'm like, how is this same thing? But uh, yeah, he is. Uh, what a wet turd of a blanket. I know. Is. is Bigfoot really real? Here he is again. I Bigfoot, real or fake? There he is. Lord Bearclaw? You are no fun, sir. Why can't Bigfoot exist? Now, that's a, that's a good question. Just tell me why. Yeah. Just tell me. Just tell me why. And of course... Do atheists believe in Bigfoot <laughs> slash Sasquatch? <laughs> No one knows Bigfoot doesn't exist, but we also have no proof that it does. But I do disagree with LBOGW, Lord Bearclaw of Griffin Woods, because legends say that Bigfoot is a primate, so shelter wouldn't technically be a necessity. Lord Bear in the Woods, well, now they can't even get his name right. Furthermore, even primitive human species learn to make tools and leave traces of artwork. The absence of any indicates that these creatures must, if they exist, be quite brainless and incapable of evading us. Shut it down. Lord Bearclaw of Griffin Woods has shot a hole in every single thing that we do. Is Bigfoot real? I need to know. Do you think Bigfoot do you think Bigfoot is real? Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? I'm starting to think Bigfoot is 100% real. The Patterson footage freaks me out. And there's a new show called Finding Bigfoot that is really interesting to me. To know that there could be a huge primate living possibly a miles away from you. Hold on. I had two experiences... Seeing something, call it what you want. My first time was in the fall of 2007. I seen three about 2 a.m. I pull over on a road. I guess I was in there, T-H-E-Y, apostrophe R-E, hunting area. Anyway, I know what I seen, and no redneck wears a monkey suit in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. There you go. I got one for you. Hmm? Do ghosts find pleasure in sex? Oh. I know this is a very weird question. <laughs> but no, I no, gotta no. know. I'm sorry. I know this is a very weird question, but when a ghost is present, do they find some enjoyment when people are having sex? 
best answer. This is a very interesting question. I am specialized with astral projection and similar <laughs> stuff, as I know when a spirit leaves the body, it becomes a ghost. So we are all ghosts, and if we leave body, we <laughs> can go to a strip club and be unnoticed, but perhaps being able to fly around weightless in infinite speed mind traveling would fairly blind our horniness. He makes a good point. <laughs> But perhaps being able to fly around weightless and infin infinite speed mind traveling would fairly blind our horniness. No one has ever said that sentence before. That was, again, the, the best answer. <laughs> best answer is relative. Uh, this is going to put a nail in the coffin of all Bigfoot stories here. Okay. Well, this is in uh, regards to the earlier question. Uh, do you think Bigfoot exists? Well, Bigfoot does not exist. Here is the story. Campers would go on a hunting season and kill a lot of animals. So one day they made up this story of this forest god that kills campers. And one day five campers slept. And the next day there were only two campers left. But that's not true. The campers got so scared they left the forest. So you don't see no more Bigfoot. All right. There you have it. So I think there's probably no reason to give an update on Devil's Creek. Probably not. Mm. But maybe we should anyway. Mm. Mm. I found a Bigfoot about six months ago when I was going camping with a few friends. He was actually quite nice and very hospitable. He let us use his shower, and he had a hot tub in his backyard. He made a mean roast beef and also some delicious tacos. He smoked spliff as well. He offered it around. He smokes spliff as well. <laughs> yep. He loves Katy Perry. We were dancing to it all night. He's seriously a cool guy. I like to believe that story. What happened up at Devil's Creek? You were there. Hmm. Recently. <laughs> I don't know. Or should we save that for another podcast? It's just... This completely fucking stopped me down, man. It's too good. Trump confirms that he just Googled Obamacare. <laughs> what? This is from the New Yorker. Speaking to reporters late Friday night, President-elect Donald Trump revealed that he had Googled Obamacare for the first time earlier in the day. I Googled it, and I must say, I was surprised. There was a lot in it that really made sense, to be honest. He said that he regretted the frenetic pace of the presidential campaign had prevented him from Googling Obamacare earlier. There's no way this is real. You're always <laughs> running and running and running. There are so many times that I made a mental note to Google Obamacare, but I just never got around <laughs> to it. Trump also told reporters now that the campaign was over, he had finally found time to Google Mexico. Really eye-opening. A lot of Mexicans are terrific. They just do terrific things. <laughs> when asked if Googling Mexico had affected his position on building a wall, Trump said, quite frankly, uh, it made me wonder a bit about that. A lot of these terrific Mexicans could come in and make a real contribution to our country, and in exchange, I think they'd really benefit from <laughs> Obamacare. The president-elect also said that he put Mike Pence in charge of the transition team, quote, to give me more time for my conversion to Islam. 
the Borowitz Report. I was with him for a second. <sighs> that was great. I, I never knew that there was that much love and enjoyment to be had. I guess this just means that we'll we'll just have to wait until um, until next time to talk about this. It's 10.08, and I just heard a series of screams down by the water. I guess we'll just have to wait till next time to talk about this. It's really too bad because, I mean, I know people want to hear about it. Have to wait. Some crazy stuff, though. But you could also try Googling what happened to Clint. At Devil's Creek and see if Yahoo Answers has anything for you. <laughs> see if Lord Bearclaw of the Gryffindon Woods has weighed in on that one. Can weigh in on it. Hey, quick shout out to all of you driving back from the Boggy Creek. I see you out there. I see you. We see what you're doing. I see you out there. It's like pulling teeth, but come on. Hmm? It's like pulling teeth, but come on, man. Any plugs? Some ratings and reviews and such. Come on. <laughs> Please. I'm tired of this. I think, have we been sitting steady for a while? Have we gotten any new ones lately? Steady enough. Maybe this will generate some. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can only imagine. Maybe Lord Bearclaw will weigh in. Especially if I name this update on Devil's Creek. <laughs> I think we'll get some one-star reviews you think? rather quickly. Rather quickly. <laughs> An update on Devil's Creek and... A secret explanation of what happens next in Boggy Creek <laughs> and also everything you ever wanted to know about the Bigfoot community, but you were afraid to ask. <laughs> Secrets and suspicions will be told. It's a long title, though. Isn't yeah, that's good for SEO, though. Yes. Uh, yes, people. Go now. Do stuff. Go now and leave us a rating and review. You can do it while you're listening to the show. Go leave us a rating and review. You know what? How do I... <laughs> what does Yahoo Answer say? How do I rate a podcast? How do I listen to OK Talk? Mm. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Is that all it says? What's going to happen? <laughs> 
What an existential question that is. Okay, so I just started grade nine this year, and I received my interim report today. This semester, I have science, French, art, and geography. <laughs> I got level four being the highest on everything except for French. In French, I got a level two. I really don't know how I'm going to boost my mark because my teacher isn't allowing anyone to do extra credit work yet. I feel so out of place in my French class because I'm grade four, five, and six. My French teachers didn't teach me anything. So in grade seven and eight, I was struggling a lot. And everyone <laughs> in my class this year is like super good at French and they find everything we do really, really, really easy. I feel really stupid because I don't know anything that we've been reviewing. I'm slightly intimidated by my class because I don't want to make a fool of myself in front of everyone. I went to my guidance counselor and asked to change my gifted course to an academic course, but she said that it is too late to change my whole schedule for one course, and there are no other French courses at the same time as the one I have right now. So basically, I'm right now stuck in a French hellhole. My teacher said to get extra help, which I am seeking for right now, and to review French every night which I'm planning to start today. I'm really scared because I don't want to fail this course. And also because most of the time I have no idea what is going on in class. The one thing that I've promised myself is to never get a tutor at this point in time. I think I might have to break my promise to myself and find one. When else can I do my boost, my French mark? And there are online sites that I can use to practice ninth grade French. Everything will be appreciated. Thanks. <laughs> Rate and review. Rate and review. I just thought, <laughs> does anyone know what's going to happen? <laughs> what a question. I mean, really, that really gets to the heart of it. I, I don't want there to be any secondary things <laughs> in there. Like no explanation? No, just just answer the question, folks. Does anyone know what's going to happen? Okay, wait a minute. What's going to happen? Two of my girlfriends gave my friends Tylenol, and this is not me, but it was for a woman. The <laughs> kind that helps them reduce the pains during their period. Now he didn't know that they were PMS pills, and he took them, so what's going to happen to him? The best answer is... LOL, he will grow boobs. Just kidding. <laughs> Nothing should happen. I mean, he's not going to have a get his stomach pumped or anything like that. Do you know what's trending right now? What's that? Is America fucked? <laughs> Fingers on the pulse. It's F-U-C-K-E-D. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is it that? I don't know. That's not cutting out anything. There's also one that just says, is there a name to that online trend where teenagers stand in a circle and chant and then say like boom or something after? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real question. How do I tell whether I've been banned from Yahoo Answers? <laughs> I guess that answered that question. <laughs> Okay, is America fact? <laughs> Let's hope for the best, okay? I'll admit not being pro-Trump, but at least some of his most extreme historic seem to have toned down for camera. Just hope <laughs> he just hope he relishes Did he mean rhetoric? <laughs>
Just hope he relishes America cannot declare bankruptcy four times, exclamation point. Best said in the post-election program of my local radio station, who summed it up in the last song, I Will Survive. America is saved. No, on the contrary, we now have a POTUS who knows the high court routinely overturns duly passed legislation. (laughs) Not hardly. It has just possibly been saved. Very helpful. How do I tell whether I've been banned? (laughs) I earned 1,000 points. What the fuck do I do with them? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tripping balls right now, you guys. This is trending. (laughs) I'm tripping balls right now, guys. I did acid plus hydros plus alcohol. So there was no question. This is just statements. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay, 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 yay. How did you do it? LSD tab, shrooms, copious quantities of cannabis, nitrous oxide. Now I who's did asking st- the questions? I did that stuff, and frankly, I'm glad I did. Sorry, folks. Fact is, I had a damn good time on drugs. No regrets. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of drugs out there that completely fuck your life. Make no mistake. Smack, crack, coke, (laughs) ecstasy. Not interested in that. That stuff is trouble. But getting high or taking the rare occasional trip... You don't want to do that shit all the time or it wouldn't be any fun is a valid and dare I say mind expanding human experience. So in conclusion, I just like to say penguin in a silly high pitched tone. (laughs) Taking drugs and poisoning yourself is not cool. It's bad. Mm -hmm. And you should have a job instead of. Taking drugs and poisoning yourself is not cool. It's bad. And you should have a job instead to vent your frustration on. So that's my advice. Get a damn job, hippies. (laughs) Great. I hope you have a phone handy so you can call an ambulance later. (laughs) How is this? My advice, sir, get a a job. (laughs) How is this a question as a response? That's fair. It's very fair. I just clicked on the pregnancy and parenting tab. Oh, Lord. And the first question is, honestly, are you racist? (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. It has 203 answers. And that's the question. Just honestly, are you racist? No (laughs) follow-up. Are people saying yes? Honestly, yes. Uh-huh. Let me just tell you Larry's answer to the are you, are you racist? Honestly. Honestly, are you racist? Are you racist? Question. I'm a white male. No. I have some friends who are half Mexican, half Caucasian. Okay. I have some black friends <laughs> and some black cousins. And I'm definitely not sexist because 90% of my friends are girls. In a way, I love black people. I'm straight, by the way. Don't mix up love and sexual crap. As a Christian, I see all races are all a part of the human race. (laughs) Do you think you spelled apart right? No. No. We're all related. 90% of his friends are girls. (laughs) Tongue out face. (laughs) Honestly, when I was a kid, a lot of Mexicans lived in my small town. In one class, there would be 15 kids and three of... The were white. A lot of the Mexicans were mean to me. 
called me names in Spanish. For a long time, I hated Mexicans. No, I now, not all Mexicans are nice and chill. <laughs> no, I now, not all Mexicans <laughs> no, are nice I and now. chill. Tin Yana. Tin a ya ya No, I'm a victim. Oh. I spent a lot of my childhood on detention for being white. I got the crap beat out of me for oh. being white. Then, if life was not hard enough, they sent the lady from, quote, the Jewish American Federation <laughs> to our school. She showed footage of concentration camps. I have a very German last name. I forgot to thank them for giving my schoolmates yet another reason to hate me. Having a crazy Vietnam vet alcoholic racist father was not punishment enough. Savory, the Holocaust, the problems of the Native Americans, the Vietnam War, pollution, are all my fault. Well, that is how I was expected to feel. I later joined the military. I was sent to Kuwait. Evidently, it was my fault that the USAF blew the hell out of retreating Iraqis. <laughs> Good grief this guy is carrying that's, some baggage it's a, a bummer man <laughs> wow if i walk home at 1 a.m in the morning and see two asian guys walking towards me i'd react quite different than if i saw two black guys but i don't discriminate against any races and I treat all races equally i have black friends asian friends Southeast Asian friends, white friends, <laughs> Middle Eastern friends, and I don't give a crap about their skin color, no eye, so I don't know if it would make me racist or not. You decide. <laughs> There's nothing like reading comments with absolutely no punctuation. Yeah. Really makes you wonder. It's interesting that he said he would react differently to a different group or uh, groups of a different race, but then said, but I don't treat any race differently. Fascinated by that. Honestly, no, because it makes no sense that I like, for example, I don't talk to this person just because he has a different skin color than I do. I mean, I honestly don't get it. What does skin color, religious, and other stuff has to do with love? Like, it's impossible not to like someone from another religion. At some point, you might fall in love with a boy slash girl with different skin color or religion and try to find that it's totally normal. This actually happened to me, and it was like any other love story. Summary, don't be racist to anyone. Always spread love, smiles, hugs, and peace around the world, you, and I'll always find like easy and beautiful. Damn hippie. These can't be real people. Can't they, though? They are. <laughs> Here's an answer that just popped up in my feed. I just hit my five-month-old daughter. Help! <laughs> <laughs> what did you usually eat and drink for dinner? <laughs> What did you <laughs> usually <laughs> eat and drink for dinner? It's past tense. I love this one. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. <laughs> That's a legit one.
<sighs> How can you kill a platypus? Why was Darth Vader so tall? Was there some meaning to it? This is a stupid question. Why would you care why Darth Vader was tall? He's an effing robot. Of course he's tall. You probably didn't get enough attention as a child. Tell you what, education has always meant a lot to me. And I think education is good. And I think if he wants to release it, that's fine. And if he doesn't want to release it, that's fine too. But I, the word is, you know, I, you'd think he'd want to release it, actually. Because the word is, he wasn't a good student, and he ended up getting into Columbia and Harvard. And I'd like to know, I'd like to know, well, this is what I read written by some of the people in this room. I'd like to know, how does he get into Harvard? How does he get into Columbia? If he isn't a good student, it's an interesting thing. Yes. What's well, not innuendo? I'm just reporting what I read. Hey, I read stuff that you people write. Hey, look, what's worse innuendo than what I go through? I mean, what people say about me. I mean, I have the ultimate innuendo. But I promise you one thing, nobody will protect me like they protect our president. So just in finishing, I'm really honored and I'm really proud that I was able to do something that nobody else could do. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of awesome just typing his name in here and seeing these all these old clips come up. Oh, is this Inco? Oh yes. I was commuting to work in Houston, uh, where I'm based. And uh, I was stopped along the way by a federal agent, and uh, they wanted to see my penis. And when I told them that was not okay, they said, all right, it's optional, whoa, whoa, whoa. but wait, 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 uh, we're going to have to wait, put wait, our hands Michael, on it instead. I, hang on. They wanted to see what? You heard me. They wanted, or as uh, John Tyner put it, they wanted to see my jump. And uh, I said, yeah, they, that's, that's not okay, guys. Wait, wait, when you and, say, wait, uh, hey, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> they, they wanted to see it? Well, that's what those machines do. It's a virtual strip search. Uh, the AIT scanners scan your body. They can see whether a man is circumcised or a woman is menstruating. They can see everything. <laughs> Good Lord. Did you catch him say, well, when they first asked to see his penis, he said, no, that's not okay. And they said, well, we'll just have to touch it. <laughs> I was commuting to work in Houston, uh, where I'm based, and uh, I was stopped along the way by a federal agent. And uh, they wanted to see my penis. And when I told them that was not okay, they said, all right, it's optional. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But hey, wait, uh, wait, we're going to have to put our hands on it instead. We're going to have to put our hands on it instead. Question is, is America fucked? <laughs> There's your answer, folks. Here's another one that just, just pops up randomly on here. What is that show? It's a, it's a very good question. It's okay talk. That's what the show is, folks. This is. You can see how many people like this one. Facebook.com slash OK Talk Show. Twitter.com slash OK Talk Show. For more. OK Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Please let us know what you think of this one. It's really a shame that I can't find <clears throat> Grabber by the P in here. <laughs> That's been deleted. That oh, doesn't exist. No, that does not exist in this world. <laughs> Never heard that tape in my life. I don't think it exists. I'm Clearly just... a Bush family conspiracy.
I'm just saying. That that reminds me. I had no idea Billy Bush was actually related to the Bushes. I don't guess I did either. That all came out. He's like a cousin. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cousin. And boy, the day before that, his last TV appearance, he was filling in for Hoda. Mm-hmm. Or Kathy Lee won. And he was dancing on that TV. Not a care in the world. Two hours later. Wrong. <laughs> you're the puppet. <laughs> you're, you're the puppet. Wrong. <laughs> on that note... Oh, this is my new thing when it's time for us to change subjects. It's a great transition. That is. Oh, man. I wish. What is that used for? It is that used to introduce a hot take or to punctuate a hot take? <laughs> I like that. I like that you could say, like, one of the Yahoo answers, and then <laughs> I don't know what they were asking for when they put that one in. What is it labeled? Mm, SFX. That's the worst buzzer sound effect. Did I... the Jews cause ISIS Brexit and the rise of Trump? <laughs> Are werewolves real? <laughs> Give me another one. How do I join the Illuminati? I want to be a part of the NWO. More. <laughs> what are unicorns made of? It's the Terry Shavo sound effect. <laughs> what, e <laughs> what exactly does this mean? What exactly does this mean? <laughs> Here, uh, since we are... Allow me to close on this one. Okay. Since we are approaching December. You know, we did it up big last year for December. A lot of good stuff. Krampus. Man, I was thinking about our Krampus guy the other day. Oh, that old Jim. Is Santa Claus really Thor? He rides through the skies, cracking a whip during December when the storms happen. I asked him about this while I visited his grotto... But he just told me to get off his lap and let him talk to the kids. <laughs> mo money, mo money, mo money. The fact that that sound effect is in the Salem computer bothers me. Atheists, how do you explain magic in the occult? Did we read that one already? 
No, the atheist one I read was, how do you explain the platypus? <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, that's right. Are Luigi boards safe, or is it just a game? Shall we ban all superstitions? <laughs> Sh- what? Shall we ban all superstitions? Shall we ban? Yes. And an answer to that. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. She'd been drinking too much eggnog. And we begged her not to go. But she forgot her medication. And she staggered out the door into the snow. When we found her Christmas morning. I think you would have problems like you've never seen the before. At the scene of the attack. She had hoof prints on her forehead. And incriminating claws marks on her back. I have heard that Jeb Bush was the mentor to Marco Rubio. Nice, two nice people. Marco Rubio wasn't supposed to run. All of a sudden, he announced he's running, and people thought it was very disrespectful to a person that brought him along. I said, oh, now if it was me, if, if I were Bush, and I brought somebody along, and I, I'm older than Marco, and all of a sudden, the guy, the young guy that I brought along says, I'm running against you. And it's not my turn, but I don't care because I'm really anxious. I'm really driven. For myself, I'm driven. And he said, I'm running against him, and I don't care. I would really go after that guy. I'd say he's the most disloyal guy. He's a terrible person. He's horrible, and I hate him. Okay? So I saw them on a stage <laughs> recently. And Jeb said, oh, Marco's a dear friend of mine. He's a dear, dear friend. He's such a wonderful person. And Marco's saying, oh, I love Jeb. And I watch these two guys, and they're hugging, and they're kissing, and they're holding each other. <laughs> very much like, actually, Chris Christie did with the president. <laughs> very much. Oh, I'm only kidding. I think most Hispanic uh, voters, uh, they didn't have a real fondness for President Obama. His job approval rating among Hispanics was about 50%. I just think they saw him as a lesser of two evils between... Obama and us, because he didn't really lift a finger to do comprehensive immigration reform like he promised. So we'll be back in the game. Immigration is a national issue, it's an American issue, and there's a solution to be found out there if people want to find it. (laughs) How was Narcissus born? I have a project due Wednesday, please help. Best answer, you are not old enough to know. (laughs) Does Medusa have pubes? And if so, are they snakes too? (laughs) That is a legitimate question. That deserves every bit of this. That's almost a... Does Medusa have pubes? And if so, are they snakes? And if so... If the first answer is yes, then also if. 
Man. There's something about listening to Lindsey Graham talk. He's great. He's, um, <laughs> he sounds a lot, <clears throat> and actually just kind of looks a lot like, like that kind of, um, well, that lesbian lady that works at the church that gives you basketballs. Okay. <laughs> I can picture it. Uh. Oh. <clears throat> Man, we're professional at radio. We're really good at this stuff. Can have radio? <laughs> What is radio? Oh, okay, maybe next time I'll tell you what this is all about. Maybe. Good night, folks. And we're back. Not even necessarily for content, but just go back and play some of those. It does sound like okay. It does. Let's see. Zero. <clears throat> to me, it was very clear. They're watching you. You hear it? Yeah, they're at the end. The it's different the, it's voice. The second, it's the second voice. Ooh. They're watching you. Dude, that just gave me chills. bad we can't talk about it <laughs> it is too bad are we dicks maybe a little king of the dicks <laughs> what are you king of the dicks going to going to yahoo answers are we dicks <laughs> can has dicks <laughs> hmm. uh, it's 3 30 what about this one turn away <clears throat> and i just heard a series of screams down by the water Sound very 
primate-like. <laughs> Especially that one. I think that one just blew my eardrums out. <laughs> I deserve it. Don't worry. Don't let anybody say anything bad about us. I just got my own payback. <laughs> Man, Lord, man, man, oh man, oh man. I'm glad this election shit is over, though, boy. Tired of this shit, boy. Oh, yes. Oh. Morsi Greenless Sasquatch to come. Shades on, and the worst days are gone. So now the band.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.